Hey, it's Travis Kelsey. This is Taylor Swift. You're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. KCSB Kansas City. WDAFHD2 Liberty. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome. This is Alexa. What is the purpose of the visit? Jesus Christ. Let's begin now. Final hour. I know. But feel blessed. Right? Your team's in the Super Bowl. It's Sunday. And you got an extra hour of after hours. Extended after hours here on 610 Sports Radio as we are in studio bringing you all the information we can to the airwaves here on 610 Sports Radio. Thanks for joining us since 9 o'clock this morning. If you missed the open, you might want to go back and listen to it. It might get you ready. It might get you there. Someone who also might get you there is Chief Sideline Reporter and the other half of Fesco in the Morning. That is one Josh Klingler. Mr. Klingler, how are you? This uh, see, how are you today? Sorry I had to uh, get up the elevator. Oh, you, but you were know. looking live yeah. at the 50-yard line at Allegiant Stadium. How's it feel? I love that, man. I, I love that. That just that really, really tightens the pants, and I'm not supposed to talk like that on a Sunday. Um, but... Uh, you know, it's interesting, Kling. I, I want to get your opinion because you're someone who I, I trust has got an even keel of a mindset. Has Vegas lived up to hosting the Super Bowl? Yeah, it feels like, like that's an easy thing for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not an overwhelming deal. It's not a big deal. It's another event. So I feel like that, uh, that's that been pretty, pretty seamless, I think. Yeah. This is a town that's used to hosting these kinds of events. And so, yeah, I think it was a pretty, pretty simple deal. Um, not simple deal to put together, but you know, big event, big event, big event, big event, kind of no big deal for, for Las Vegas. Yeah. I thought this was an interesting, uh, uh, quote from Albert Breer as he went to Twitter or asked about this. He said, chiefs coach, Andy Reid said, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones gave hype speech, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they said that Travis Kelsey's was particularly so unbelievable in power that some were moved to tears. And then he goes and quote tweets it again and says another coach got back to him on Travis Kelsey's address and said, it's not even close. It was the best talk slash speech I've ever heard. Who wants this more Andy Reed, Travis Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. You're beginning to wonder right (laughs) now. Andy Reed doesn't, I mean, he's not as vocal about, you know, wanting stuff. You ask him about legacy and he always says, you know, that's stuff I'll worry about later on. I'm just in the moment. Um, But no, this was, you know, you kind of roll your eyes when you hear business trip, but I think this one was definitely that. It was, you know, just being around the team hotel for the last few days. It's like a pretty calm vibe. Um, apparently practices were, were nice and intense. And, you know, Mahomes gave a little address and said, hey, you can come back to Vegas anytime. You know, we'll, we'll do Vegas another time. Let's come here and win this game. And so I think that I think they're pretty, pretty dialed in as much as you can be. And obviously no fire alarms to wake them up this week, unlike <laughs> the other team. And no, uh, you know, uh, silly distractions with practice fields and what have you. Right. Um, they've just simply gotten after it for for seven days. And I think once the media obligations also ended on what Thursday, mm-hmm. you know, they can kind of bunker in themselves. And it's been a pretty calm atmosphere. And no, I think, uh, you know, I think Kelsey def- definitively wants it. He's talked about that openly. Mahomes um, just wants to keep stacking them, <laughs> and Andy Reid will worry about it later. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's kind of it's, that's kind of the vibe. But but if you get the the tone setting, and I've said this about this team for several years, Dusty. I mean, you got you got your two biggest offensive guys and your top defensive guy, and Chris Jones, 
and they're all your hardest workers and your most dialed in and your most focused, how can you not help but follow? You know what I mean? And I don't think that always happens, right? Your most talented guys maybe aren't the guys you follow necessarily on teams. Well, this one is, and that's a nice luxury to have because I think they set the tone for everybody else. Right. Um, I thought it was interesting also as I don't know if it was Florio or whoever started the the hogwash of Andy Reid might retire after this season. If it win, it might amplify that even more. And now, uh, surprise, we're getting reports out that there might be an extension for Andy yeah. Reid after this game that would debunk every single theory as if we didn't need to debunk it ourselves. But, yeah, an extension for Andy Reid, what's that look like in your mindset on the fly uh, just going raw with this take? Well, no, I mean, it's not raw because if you've heard our show, Bob's been saying this for a while and uh, that they were expecting to maybe quietly uh, have an extension that would take him out, of, you know, through the next five years. And so get him to what, 70 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so to Brett Beach in the middle of the week, too, and, and just said, hey, could you put some of this to rest? And he's like, look, I'm around coach every day. He's, got, he's like, unless someone really, really inside, you know, or the, I think he said, unless, you know, Travis or, or Andy, uh, had told them directly he's, he doesn't believe it because he's like, I'm around these guys all the time. He's like, I'm, I, I talk to Coach every single day. And uh, no, and they intend to have both back next year. And so we've been saying that for, uh, for a little while now and trying to like even send out like the Veach stuff like, hey, national folks, enough of this because unless it's coming directly from something, you know, inside of Andy Reid's family, um, no one any anywhere in the organization has any sniff of this happening. So, I mean, never say never, but it's, it certainly sounds like that, that he's a guy that's going to be around for um, several more years, and he's got the drive, he's got the fire, and you're around him enough, you hear him enough, he doesn't have any signs of slowing down, he loves the game, and so why wouldn't you keep this train rolling? Right, I think it's interesting because this team always seems one one shot ahead of everybody else. They seem like the the better pool player, the better dart player, where like somebody's just going for triple 20s, they're going for a double 19 and a 12 to close out an even score. Yes, it's about back-to-back because I think we've heard the audio, we've played it all week on the radio about how Travis Kelsey really wanted that Tampa Bay Super Bowl. Now they get a chance to that, but also they're... I think this team already believes that they're a dynasty. I think many people already believe the Chiefs have have bagged that sort of notion. But maybe they're not only just thinking about back-to-back, but they know that they win this. Then there's a possibility they can win a three-peat. Is that kind of me being a homer, or do you think there's some of that vibe in that locker room? No, I think – I mean, what I've been saying, too, you know, we had this wide receiver thing, right, that kind of lingered all Mm -hmm. season long. And the scary part is this team's still in the Super Bowl, but – they firmly acknowledge we got to get better at this, 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 and this. So this is a team that's always like thinking ahead and doesn't matter if they win here today or not. Um, there are changes ahead. There are improvements ahead. And this is a team that's always going to be kind of forward thinking under this regime, which is awesome. So no, I, I think, I think one, uh, yeah, you, you get this one and you shut up everybody that, that that's mm-hmm. questioning the dynasty thing. And then two, I mean, there we're still in the midst of it. I mean, there's, there's no drop off in sight. Uh, for this, you know, barring injury, knock on wood, what have you, but um, they're going to continue to push forward. There's not a, there's not a hit it and quit it. You know, this is, Uh this is an ongoing freight train. So that's what Chiefs fans should, and the rest of the NFL should be a little worried, but Chiefs fans should be really excited. Like, no, they, they know the things that didn't go perfect this year, and they're going to rectify those in the off season, in addition to being in the Super Bowl and possibly winning it. So that's a great spot to be in, isn't it? I, I mean, I'm, I'm not mad about it. I mean, it makes, it makes radio a little bit easier for us, right? Makes your, uh, makes your traveling a little bit more exotic uh, for, for where you're going to go next. Um, hot take or not, Vegas should host the Super of the Year. 
Um, I mean, they might be in the what every four year anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm guessing they'll be in the uh, the the rotation. No, I I do still like moving it around from city to city. I think that's pretty cool. But but they're firmly going to be in the uh, in the mix. There's just too much too much to do here. Too many places to put people up. You can you know get get tons of people in here. They might have to expand the airport, I guess. But other than that, um, <laughs> they might need might need more private plane uh, parking yeah. on on a Super Bowl weekend or whatever. But no, I think it's probably going to be the next. And I don't know if that's good news or bad news because. Uh, obviously, this thing was very, very pricey this year for for tickets, and I'd hate to see it be in that realm all the time. Uh, but it uh, it might be in that realm all the time because it's it's not like you're gonna open the place up later today, and there's gonna be a shortage of you know empty seats. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you two players before we get into your uh, score prediction. Brought to you by Spice and Foods, Jarek McKinnon, playing or not playing? You know, I I think he will. Uh, I, I haven't heard that. I haven't other than you know they that he's. You know, on the active roster, I haven't heard anything pointing in that definitive direction. But, you know, this is his, he's not under contract next year, right? So I'm thinking he's going to do everything possible to get in the mix, and I would not be surprised if he's active today. Uh, this might be a tough one, but you might know the answer. Canarius Tony, playing or not playing? Doesn't sound like it, does it? Nope. That it. I mean, if, if you're playing just a numbers game, and who can you count on, who can you trust, who do you need at that wide receiver group, um, I think the list is shrunk. So uh, where would he fit in the the hierarchy of who's available to you and can do things? So I think he's I think he's probably out today. Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're talking to Josh Klingler, brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Kling, time for your pick. Brought to you by Spice and Foods. What do you have and what do you like? Well, I'm going to stick with uh, stick with uh, where I've been going. I like the uh, like the Chiefs 27-21. I think they're also just to add a little spice in on the end of it. Mm. Um, there will be a defensive touchdown by one Trent McDuffie who will have his first interception, oh. run back for a score. How about that? How about an underleg parlay that Chiefs win and McDuffie is the MVP? That would pay out some money. <laughs> Probably would. I'm not saying MVP, but I, 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 <laughs> I I'm going to pick six. How to fix it? Those defensive guys—it's a hard. You got to do multiple, you know, this, yeah. to get even in consideration for those kind of things. So hey, uh, I don't know. I, I, I love I love the uh, the way to see. I want this defense to come out of this game, Dusty B, in the story yeah. because I think like they have been the story all season long, and I'd love to see the the defensive guys especially cap it. I feel like you know there's enough roses for the offensive guys most of the time. Yeah. I want to see this one this one be a, a, a defensive uh, one finale. We are talking to Iowa Josh, a.k.a. the Chief Sideline Reporter, a.k.a. the other host of Fesco in the Morning. Josh, quick little note here. Uh, Caitlin Clark needs 39 points, and she's the all-time women's scoring champion in Division One college basketball. How about that? Yeah, um, she gets it today because it's okay. on the road. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if you put a Vegas bet, like you ran to the casino real quick, put it on the piece of paper and punched <laughs> it in. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if you let your bias go into that or not. <laughs> no, but, but I'm like, okay, uh, 39's a lot. Not that she can't do it for sure, but I, I got a strange feeling she's going to set this record at home. So okay. they're on the road today at Nebraska. So there you go. All and right. I know their schedule. Yes, I do know their schedule. So yeah, <laughs> you should. She's a superstar. <laughs> Enjoyed it. You're, yeah. It's your alma mater, man. Enjoy Must that see. kind of stuff. Must see. Yeah. yeah. Good, good, uh, good, uh, appetizer for the uh for the super bowl today no doubt about it well hey you enjoy that super bowl you get back home safe after the uh after the show tomorrow morning we'll be listening to you 6 to 10 a.m cling have a good call today and enjoy vegas yes let's get a dub let's go we're here might as well win it that's right josh klingler of fesco in the morning the other half we do have confirmation coming up on the other side drew nixon will join us following drew nixon the one and only Carly Ritter. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio. I can't believe she ghosted me. This is After Hours.
12.15, it's moving fast. We're going quick. The show's going to go real fast, I can tell you that much. Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl. Predictions are pouring in. The 12 o'clock hour is loaded. Ghosted once by Carly Ritter. She'll be joining us in about four or five minutes, but joining us now is Drew Nixon of Cody and Gold, the producer who got a little taste of Las Vegas and a little taste of what a Super Bowl looks like. I'm sorry that's an unnecessary shot. Drew, how are you on this Sunday afternoon? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. How was Vegas? Was it kind to you? Uh, yeah, uh, I I was in the hole maybe, I don't know, 30 bucks. But if you lose 30 bucks in Vegas, I, I bought for a whole week. As long as we were there, I would say that's okay. I'd but say yeah, that's I'm a win. Well. I'd say that's a solid win if you're down 30 only in Vegas. Yeah, I I uh, I, I was up 190. Oh. And then I, well, with the expense of gambling and the, some more, and then also I did get a T-shirt while I was there too, of course, and everything. Yeah. As you can imagine, the prices were insane. But, oh, yeah. yeah it, it, it was really good. I, I almost got to Kay Adams for you, Dusty. I almost got there. Don't tease me. Like had, had it lined up, but it didn't happen. Don't. Welcome to my world, man. I just, I, I've thought I've had a lot of things lined up, and they just don't happen, especially with Kay Adams. But man, yeah. what a day to be alive. How beautiful was she? It's okay. I know you're married, but just on a scale of one to ten, how beautiful was she live? Oh, nine and a half. Lord have mercy. My wife's a ten, but she no was a nine and a half. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, how was uh, what was what was the vibe like in Vegas? I know Cody got drunk in front of the boss apparently last night. I don't know if you've heard about this yet. Uh, gold oh. Gold was late to the occasion. Uh, you look like a rose coming out of Vegas as the uh, the other part of that show. Oh my god, I have not heard that yet. I can't wait. For oh yeah, bring it. Cody was drunk in front. Not 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 spec. Like know, the Roxanne. big boss. The big boss. Jeez. I, I I can't wait to hear that story. But oh, I know yeah. that they went to Luke Combs last night too, mm-hmm, which, which mm-hmm. apparently was really good. True, true. Um, I want to get your take on this real quick because I know that this is your first year in Kansas City, and, and I want to I want to know honestly, what is your perspective from what this entire season was from the beginning of the year to man, this team's got a lot of self-inflicted wounds to oh my gosh, this team might have figured it out to okay, here we are again. It's the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I, th- I think the season's been been a little bit of a whirlwind. I would uh, it, not that it's been exhausting, but I think it's been exhausting in in, in a good way. It's been uh, more stressful, I think, for at least fans. Given where my perspective is, where I don't know mm-hmm. too much what it's like to be in Kansas City when you know Patrick Mahomes and the offense is putting up thirty points plus a game, you know, and they're clicking on all cylinders. It, it's been. The ups and downs, and I think you know Travis Kelsey's talked about it multiple times, and it's it, the journey's been way different this time, and it makes you appreciate it a little bit more. I think that if they can complete the the job and get the win this year, I, I think it's 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 the most complete team from top to bottom. I think that they've had in terms of being able to when it matters most, click it into gear on both offense. Defense, special teams. Uh, there have been times throughout the season, Dusty. I mean, you felt it. I'm sure fans have felt it. Where you're just waiting for the defense to have that one game where they're off. And I've even brought it up a couple of times on on the show. But all year long, up to this point, they have been dialed in every single game. And even when the offense is struggling, they were able to come through. And now the offense is getting better since we've seen them simplify things. Mm-hmm. And and that's the reason why they're here today playing uh, in Super Bowl 58. 
Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs. And we're talking to Drew Nixon, the producer of Cody and Gold, who is this prediction is brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Drew, time for your pick. Brought to you by Spice and Foods. What do you got and what do you like? All right, originally, I, I'm going to keep the score line. It's 23-21. I had the Chiefs going down and winning the thing. But rather than that, I'm going to say 23-21, Chiefs get the win. The defense hangs on tight. Uh, and there's a big play made by somebody. I don't know if it's Trent McDuffie. I don't know if it's Chris Jones. I don't know if it's Legereus Sneed, but somebody's going to make a big play that's going to win them this game tonight. Chiefs 23, 49ers 21. Who's the Super Bowl MVP? I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I was tempted to, I was really tempted to take Isaiah Pacheco, but I, I think Patrick Mahomes, based on what the Packers were able to do and even the Lions with Jared Goff, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to find his way, whether it be running the ball or through the air to get the job done enough where he gets rewarded that MVP. All right, Drew. Well, you enjoy the game and uh, have a good time watching with the wife and everything like that. And we'll hear you on Monday from 10 to 2 with Cody and Gold. And you get to hear that story about how Cody got drunk in front of his boss. I cannot wait to hear that story. Thanks, Dusty. You enjoy the game, too. Thank you very much. From Drew Nixon to previously being ghosted. Kind of broke my heart a little bit. I can hear her rolling her eyes as she's listening to this before I put her on the air. Gave her a Valentine on Friday, national television. Said, here you go. Saturday, nothing. Sunday, ready to do the show? Nothing. Here we go. Carly Ritter, Fox 4's meteorologist. Oh, please. What? (laughs) I am dying right now. Oh, my goodness. So sorry. No, it's okay. We missed the earlier call. I've been I've been let down by women before, so I'm I'm kind of used to it. I know what the feeling's like, so I, I prevail. And I, I always give second chances, and here we are. We're live on Sunday morning or afternoon. Chiefs, Niners, Super Bowl. First and foremost, let's get into your expertise. It looks a little gloomy out there, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of houses that have a lot of people that are going to have a lot of heat in them. It's going to be okay to kind of stay outside for a little bit and kind of sip on a cocktail or a tequila. Uh, yeah, let's go. It's going to be a nice afternoon. Yeah, it's February, but we're we're doing okay, and I think that that analysis is spot on. So, yes, let's go. I kind of want to get into meteorology, um, but I couldn't. I I tried to. And I, this is a true story. I tried to be a meteorologist in college, and I just I wasn't smart enough. If you can believe that. Stop. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I just okay. I I literally looked into like the future classes, and I was like, yeah, I can't take three of those because I can't even pronounce them. Um, well, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of nerd nerdiness going on in the meteorology world, and I am proud of that. It looks but like it's paying off pretty well, if you ask me. If I'm if I'm being honest, uh, Miss Ritter, uh, honest question: Are you nervous yes. about this game at all? Honest answer: A little. Okay. What makes you I nervous the most? Just because you don't want the cockiness. There's a fine line between confidence and cockiness, Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to go on the wrong side of that line, right? So I'm confident in our team, but I don't want to just assume it's going to happen, you know? So what you're saying is women like confidence. They don't like cockiness. Absolutely. Okay. And so with with that, you know, you're just like, okay, we got this, but... I'm still a little nervous. A okay. little nervous. Okay. Know? All right. Uh, we were kind of going back and forth this morning on what we like in this game for like prop bets. What are your three most confident prop bets if you were to do a parlay with? Ooh, uh, the over on Taylor views would be in there. Okay. You know where I think she's really going to collect a lot of those is during the halftime show. I don't think anybody's thinking uh, about that. 
I think halftime and even postgame, especially if we win, when we win, if we win, that they're going to show them reuniting together postgame. And then how many times did we see them last postgame? That postgame, halftime, over on Taylor for sure, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, what are what are some of the other ones? Uh, Rushing National yards. Anthem? For, yeah, okay, Reba. It's Reba. You think it's going to go under? Uh, no, I think we're going to do an over. Okay, because somebody on the text line today said that she's gotten older, so she doesn't hit the notes as long. This is the Super Bowl, man. This is Reba. There's a lot of America when it comes to the Super yeah. Bowl and, and all that sort of thing. I'm with you. I think it does go a little bit over with Reba and the McIntyre on the United or the, the National Anthem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what were you saying about rushing yards? Patrick Mahomes is After 26 that? and a half. Ooh. Let me give you a little bit of stats to back it up. He's had 106 rushing yards in the three Super Bowl games he's played. That's a 35-yard average. Okay. That's not, uh, that's not cockiness. That's confidence. No, I know. Let's go over on that one, then. That's a stat you can't ignore. Let's okay. go over on that one. Okay, and then you have a little bit of a, of a golden nugget. You, you placed a couple of futures bets. Do you want to bring those up, or you want to keep them, you want to keep them mom? Uh, I'll talk about one of them. Yeah, okay. let's go. Go ahead. I, back, in, back in September preseason, what was it? I don't even early September. I put a, little, put a little something down that the Chiefs would repeat as Super Bowl champs. So, yeah, I'm still in the running. I have a, a little money sitting there potentially okay. later today. So if you win these, these little futures bets, we're probably going to see somebody else do the weather report on Monday morning? No, I will be there tomorrow morning regardless. Oh, man. What if there's a parade? Will you go to that, or is that one of those things that you avoid because of large crowds? Um, I actually will probably be working. So, oh. I, yeah, if, the, if that happens, I will be working. Do you have to work the entire parade, or is there just like a couple of sets? So let's say if like I were to stumble down on the parade and I've got two different <laughs> beverages in my hand and one has to go to you and one goes to me, do you can you can you partake in that or do you have to pass on that? Until I'm done working, no no partaking. So okay. well, I'll um, just stand there like yeah, a creep and, and I, wait till you're done. Good lord. I should hope you would be enjoying yourselves, but not doing that. But we yeah, I worked it last year from the morning show through about when the parade passed us by, we were close to Union Station. So it was, you know, through the early afternoon. Do you still have the Valentine that I gave you on Friday? I believe it's on my office desk. It's Don't not. Quote me no, it, it's still on the it's still on the anger desk. Probably thrown away by the janitors that went in there and said, Oh, somebody didn't need this. But it's okay, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Carly, let's do something here real quick though. Let's get into your prediction brought to you by Spice and Foods. You remember Spice and Foods, right? Remember when I was on your guys' national tell or not national? Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, we ate those wings, and I, uh, I about died. I had to drink chocolate milk and eat a package of sugar. Um, but this is yeah. uh, the prediction. It is brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Miss Ritter, uh, it's time for your pick. What do you like, and what do you think? I'm going Chiefs 31-28. 31-28. All right. Well, hey, you enjoy the game today. You have fun, and uh, I hope that there is a lot of success in the post game. and hopefully you get off work early on the parade so you can shotgun a beer with me. Let's go. All right. Go Chiefs. Have a good day, Carly. Thanks, Dusty. See You're you. welcome. Carly Ritter of Fox 4's Meteorologist. There you go. 31-28. She's the only high for my blood. She's she's She and Kling are the only – no, I'm sorry – JT, Kling, and Carly Ritter, all three, like the over of 47 and a half in this game. That's a lot of points. That's a lot. Lots. Do you like redemption? Do you, do you like redemption, JT? 
You know the song by I'm, Bob Marley? I'm sorry. Redemption. I'm just... sorry. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm Come sorry. on. Quentin. Look, I got all these names in front of me. You know I love you. I'm going to send a nice email to the boss about you because I just messed up. And you're going to get an email from the boss that says, Dusty really likes you, so you can just ignore that part. You know the song by Bob Marley called Redemption Songs? No. Well, we're about to talk to Baltimore Rob, so let's see what he's got oh, to do. Solid transition. Ah, you see what I did there? You see what I did there? They bring out the best of me. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. That's Quentin. I'm Dusty Likens, and this is After Hours. It's the only way we know mm. how to rock. Always be my boo by Usher. How about it? How about it? Predictions are coming in, and we're almost done. We've got a couple more. We've got Baltimore Rob still to go, and then we got Jay Binkley, who is in studio because, of course, he is. The game doesn't start till five thirty. He's been here since 11.45. Rob Brenton of The Drive, the other half of that wonderful show that I believe was, what, number three in the mid-markets of radio shows? Is that right? That is correct, buddy. Top three. You're talking to one of the top three producers in not just the United <laughs> States, but the whole world. Bring it, UK. I can outproduce you, pal. Yeah, lean into it. How about that victory yesterday without McCuller at home against the Baylor Bears that you were at? Mm-hmm. They tried to give me a heart attack. Nick Timberlake just forgot to play defense on two guys wide mm-hmm. open at the end. But you know what? It's college basketball. People miss shots all the time. Right. You got you, you to gotta take them when you can when it's the Big 12 that is the gauntlet. And where I want to bring this up is the analogy that I've used several times, the one that I think you can really attest to the truth of, is that every time the Big 12 gets stronger and stronger, I think this might be the best the Big 12 conference has been uh, in my lifetime, to be honest with you. It is an absolute gauntlet of teams It seems that that is what is beneficial for Kansas in the playoffs or in the March Madness tournament. Kind of the same thing you'd think with the Chiefs. They played Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore. They went on the road twice, won all three of the games in the playoffs against a gauntlet of the AFC West. That's or against the AFC teams. That's got to be somewhat of an advantage if we're picking semantics here for this game against San Francisco. You know, I I feel like we played the schedule game a bunch on the show where it's like, hey, this team played this team and. I kind of held the Chiefs, the schedule game against the Chiefs last week with the Ravens. I felt like the Ravens, or two weeks ago, excuse me, because I thought yeah. the Ravens had the better schedule. But at this point, you look at the playoff runs, the Niners had the bye week, eked out a win against the Packers team, and had a big comeback against the Lions team. Teams that I felt would not be in those situations, the AFC. The AFC was the clear superior conference this year, and the Chiefs got through Tua, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and they've disposed of all three on their way to the title game, the Super Bowl. So it feels like you're right. They've been through the tougher test. Now they're forged by fire and ready for a game against the Niners. Are people overconfident in the Chiefs, or do they just believe of what they've seen all year with a defense that has been successful in keeping things together and an offense that now finally has their identity? Okay, so here's the thing. And SVP was on Rich Eisen's show and summed it up perfectly. I am extremely confident in the Chiefs. The city is extremely confident in the Chiefs. 80% of public money, if you open DraftKings or FanDuel, can show where money is flowing. Is flowing to the Chiefs. But where the Super Bowl is, Vegas, was not built on the backs of the book losing time after time after time. All the sharp money is on the Niners. So the usual, you're better. You know the rule of thumb Mm -hmm. is fade the public, ride the sharps. The sharps and the odds makers are telling you to take the Niners. Joe Fan is saying take the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the easy pick. I think Chiefs' money line is free money. I don't understand why the line is what it is, but – like SCP said, I'm given great pause because the people who do this for a living and they fleece the public for a living are all telling you, 
hey, the Niners are the play. There's been no line movement. So there probably is an air of overconfidence because everyone just and their mother just feels like, yep, they're going to roll the ball out there and beat the Niners. But the people who make money doing this are telling you, nah, that's not happening. Yeah, I'm as confident as I just put in a bet this morning, a little $40 to win 212. I took the alternate spread minus 10 Kansas City. Is that too much? I mean, that, I have alternate spread minus three and a half, so it's, I like where your head's at. I think 10 might be a little north of it. If you want a spicy, big, hey, bet a little bit to win a lot bet, the one I just put in was on FanDuel. You can pick first drive result Chiefs, first drive result Niners. I have touchdown, touchdown mm. at plus 1,500 because I feel like these two coaches, their first 15, the scripted plays, are as good as any two teams in the NFL. And with two weeks to digest the opposing defense, I think the first two drives into a touchdown. So plus 1,500, put 10 on it and just see what happens. More confident in the MVP of this game being a quarterback or non-quarterback? Uh, quarterback. I mean, it, MVP of the game is like MVP of the league. It's the quarterback of the team that wins. Like it would take a truly sensational performance from someone outside a quarterback in a route to be a non-quarterback. Like, think of the last non-quarterbacks to win it. I know Cooper Cup won it, but you could have easily given it to Matt Stafford. It was kind of six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, like, you kind of have to think back to who the MVPs were. I mean, Julian Edelman won, won one, but he made that miraculous catch in that massive comeback. I don't know that you're going to see that type of play from a guy. But if you're looking for, hey, long odds, let's make some money, Travis Kelsey's storybook season could end with an MVP. I think he's plus 360 or something. So mm-hmm. if you're feeling spicy, I would bet Mah- I would bet Kelsey. But the safe money is Mahomes or Purdy. Love that. I mean, I think that's always, you know, they always want the quarterback or the face of the team to say the cliched line, which is, I'm so-and-so and I'm going to Disney World. Uh, I think that's kind of what everybody wants is to see the superstar there no matter what. I mean, Mahomes won it last year. I know he had a pretty much flawless game through, what, three touchdowns at only 182 yards, but still was like 20 of 27 against that Philadelphia defense. Give me a little juicy three-leg parlay that people might be able to tell you on on the spot, on the fly. Okay, so I got I built one just this morning, so here we go. I got the – oh, it's on FanDuel, so I don't know what the numbers are in different books, mm-hmm. but this is FanDuel's numbers. I got the over of seven and a half total points in the first quarter. Okay. Like I told you earlier, I got two touchdowns on the first drive. So that boom hits the over. Mm-hmm. I got over seven and a half kicking points for Harrison Butker. I think they're going to get to 24. That gets you home. That's eight kicking points. Boom. Done there. And then I got Chiefs minus three and a half alternate spread. That's my juicy uh, three leg parlay for you. Gets you a lot. I don't remember what it is on top of my head. I can open my phone and look, but it's, Good enough. Bet a little to win a lot. (laughs) Yeah, you mentioned the word spicy earlier, and of course, you know what I'm about to do. It's Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're talking to Rob Brenton, also known as Baltimore Rob, brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Rob, time for your pick, brought to you by Spice and Foods. What do you like, and what do you see happening? Okay, so first off, I have a question about my pick, because there's been some back and (laughs) forth, me in the text line and me in Twitter. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I want to pick the Chiefs, but the text line tells me that because I'm a hater, I have to lean into the Niners. So do you want my actual pick, or do you want my, hey, I'm going to lean into it because the Chiefs need a contrarian, and I'll be that hero? I want you to do whatever you want to do that's on your mind. Okay, so the actual pick, 24-20 to Chiefs. I think the Niners' defense is a little bit paper tiger. The Chiefs' offense will go through lulls because that's what the Chiefs' offense does. But mm-hmm. 
You're giving me Patrick Mahomes against a paper tiger defense. I'm taking the Chiefs 24-20. But if you need someone to break the spell and not be all KC all the time, give me two nothing Niners just for the bit. Okay, that's you're like Bob Fesco's son. That's a that's a total... Charvarius, Charvarius Ward safety. If if you really oh want to lean into gosh. it. Gosh, oh my gosh, Rob, get out of town. Hey man, uh, I appreciate the time. I'm glad you had a good time watching the Jayhawks yesterday and your alma mater in the most wonderful atmosphere in all of sports. I don't care if I'm a homer for saying that. It is what it is. Those are the facts. Rob Brenton, we'll listen to you on Monday morning from or Monday afternoon. From two to six, you get to have a little fun tonight if the Chiefs win and celebrate maybe a parlay, and you can kind of sleep in a little bit because Monday's show of the Super Bowl win, man, you can just mail that one in. So enjoy yeah, the game today. Coasting. Yeah, no no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Rob, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the game and have fun and be safe, and uh, we'll listen to you on Monday. Hey, thanks, pal. No problem. Rob Brenton, Boston, Baltimore Rob. Mm, the way he's flipping into being a hero is incredible, LOL. doesn't matter what Baltimore Rob says. He sucks. Stronger hater in the biz, or strongest hater in the biz, LOL, for one Rob Brenton. He, hey, man, he built that bed. You got to sleep in it. I told you, man, at this, yep. that Baltimore game, the text line just killed him for it. Should we go get Binkley? Should we bring him in here? He already came in here once, and I could tell he was just like, he had that look in his eyes like I had in the beginning. Should I stand up for the final segment and scare the hell out of Binkley? That would be, that would be, that would, yes. Let's do do it. Raise the microphone. We're standing for the final segment. Kansas City, get ready. I'm off these airs in 19 minutes. I need you. I need you there. I need you to get there. Sixth and Sports Radio After Hours, Quentin and Dusty Likens, a.k.a. The Crown Jewel. We'll be right back. We're back, baby. Final segment. We made it. We've been here for four hours, man. I'm not sitting down. I stood the whole opening segment. I'm going to stay in the whole closing segment, and Jay Bingley has no idea what the hell I'm doing this for, but we're doing it. The Bink Master, the Bink Man, everybody's favorite, Jay Bingley in studio to wrap this show up as we've done all year. Binkley, we are here again. Another Super Bowl Sunday. It involves the Kansas City Chiefs. And everybody doubted him earlier on. Everybody said, oh, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes, worst season of his career. They can't get over these drops. And then it changed. It's kind of funny. Uh, Isaac, uh, who's with me here, does the producing on the postgame show. He and I were listening to all the uh, naysayers. Mm -hmm. Been out there cutting all the uh, audio from all the people who didn't believe. And it's everywhere, man. I mean, it was everywhere across the NFL. All those teams, like Stephen A. Smith, all those teams embarrassing, a shell of its former self. Yeah. I mean, it is amazing the receipts the Chiefs could have caught uh, this year because everybody – was it was crushing the Chiefs and then they're mm-hmm. using it as motivation. You, the, they seem to really be using this as motivation. Like yeah. I've never really seen the Chiefs look at clippings like right. they have this week. And you heard what Mitchell Schwartz had to say that they were calling out the offensive the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll play it for you here real quick. Quentin, uh, our lovely producer, found it this morning. Yeah, I don't think they're very happy with it. <laughs> Donovan, it looked like in that uh, <laughs> interview, was holding everything back to not give any uh, bulletin material uh, to the 49ers. You know, I think this offensive line, obviously the two tackles are new this year. The three interior guys are the same, although Tooney looks like not playing. You know, last year's Super Bowl, the Eagles, most sacks of all time, best defensive line, and the guys took it personal. And there might not have been, you know, specific words from the Eagles front, but they took it personal. They won the Super Bowl. They gave up no sacks. They made zero sacks t-shirts and wore them to the parade. So we've seen some evidence that this group likes to kind of hold on to those things and use it as bulletin board material. So I I think that, you know, the tackles in particular are going to want to give it to Bosa and give it to those defensive ends and show them how good they are. Why do people keep doing this to the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't know. 
I don't know. And you would think that they learned their lesson because I heard a lot of it last week after they beat the Ravens. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not betting against them again. And all that. This was the sentiment. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to doubt the Chiefs anymore. Why? Because they keep winning. I'm not going to doubt them anymore. Right. And then all of a sudden this week starts and they start doubting him again. So yeah. they went right back to where they were. I remember Kyle Brandt, like before the season. Oh, God. Remember at the end of last year? That's your boy. He, no. <laughs> no. He's all over the place. He's all he's like he's one of these people that's all over the map, and that drives me nuts. Yeah. Because he was like, well, I'm not going to doubt Patrick Mahomes anymore. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's the leader. You don't doubt him. That's what he said last year. Yeah. But he has changed his tune throughout this year. It's mm-hmm. like. Sticking your finger out the door and see which way the wind's blowing, yeah. and then you jump on that. I don't. I don't respect people like that. No, not a chance. Um, the Chiefs have never really played in a Super Bowl game which they controlled. You know what I mean? Like they lost the Tampa game, blowout, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, the first year they played the Niners, they had to come back from ten points down and win the game. Last year they were down, came back, won, had the big play, the the pass interference call or the holding call, and then kicked the field goal to win thirty four to thirty one. I'm gonna give you some stats because I know you like stats. Okay. The Chiefs are um, in the same world as three other defend, three other Super Bowl champion teams. The Chiefs are averaging giving up 13.7 points per game in the playoffs this year. There's only three teams that have given up fewer. Those were the 2000 Baltimore Ravens, the 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the 2013 Legion of Boom Seahawks. Do you remember the scores of those Super Bowl wins? They were blowouts. They were. You know why they were blowouts? At least by 25 points or more. Yes. Seattle beat the Denver Broncos, a.k.a. the Donkeys, 43-8. to We all remember how that game started. The snap went over Peyton's head. Seattle got it. Pete Carroll, the aggressive guy that he is, went for two. They were up 8 nothing. and the game was over after that. They won 43-8. to Tampa Bay and the Raiders, we all remember that. Right? Rich Gannon threw five interceptions, two pick sixes. The game was over at halftime. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won that game 48-21, to and the longest – one that goes back further was that Ravens defense hammered by Ray Lewis. They played the Giants and they won 34 to seven. The one common denominator in all those games was a dominant defense yep. against a dominant offense, right? Peyton that year had the biggest offense in the league. Rich Gannon was the MVP. The Giants, maybe not the biggest dominant offense. They just had a good ride to the Super Bowl. But again, the one common denominator is that the defense won those championships. Yep. But what's interesting is that the end result score 43 to eight, 48 to 21 and 34 to seven. They're never close. Can this be a year where the chiefs can finally have that sort of magic? I think we're going to see a defensive score today for the chiefs. You, you get, that's up, what everybody keeps saying. You get Purdy rattled. You get situations. This team can rattle him because Spags can get in his head yep. and Purdy can be rattled. And you saw it against the Vikings. The score was 22, 17. The 49ers had two chances to go down that field against the Minnesota Vikings. Didn't he make the playoffs and beat the Vikings? He threw an interception back-to-back drives to uh, Bynum mm-hmm. of the Vikings and, and melted down and choked. So they can they can be beaten. But here's the here's the impressive thing too: they've now beaten the number two defense offense. Excuse me, the number two scoring offense, mm-hmm. the number four scoring offense, and the number six scoring offense in the NFL. Right, and they shut them down in Buffalo, Baltimore, and then the Miami Dolphins. If they beat Frisco today, they'll have beaten two, three, four, and six scoring offenses in the NFL. That's the impressive number. And I think when you look back historically at the Chiefs in this year's uh, uh, defense, I mean, just being able to do that, being the only team that didn't get over 27 points this year, mm-hmm. the only team in the National Football League, it's more and more impressive when you think about it. But they don't get any respect. And they didn't get any respect last year. And you heard Mitch there. They didn't give up any sacks against the third uh, most sacks all time in the Eagles. Didn't mm-hmm. do it. This year, they've been called out. 
the Chiefs are going to chirp. The Chiefs win, they'll be chirping. I hope there so. will be a lot of chirping, especially Donovan so. Smith and oh yeah, all those guys, all those guys getting a bunch of a flag oh, yeah. from uh, Nick Bosa, who last time oh, they yeah. played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl was found crying on the sidelines. Yeah, um, the 49ers have cried a lot, man. That fire alarm and everything. Mm, wet practice Ugh. field. Sorry, it's just the way the NFL works. Every other year, the home team is the other team. Chiefs were in Arizona State last year. Exactly. Didn't hear them complain. And did fire you? alarms go off all the time with college football teams, and you name yeah. it. And it woke them up ten minutes early. Right. Oh snap! Yeah. Oh man, that's just terrible. <laughs> oh no, no. No doubt, no doubt. Um, real quick before we get into predictions, um, what's a key matchup that you like in this Super Bowl? I know we talked about it Friday night, but I, I, I mentioned Willie Gay and Christian McCaffrey. I really like to see his athleticism when they throw out those little pop-out screens, those little quick down passes. Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in football. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in football. Something's got to give in this game. What's a matchup you like when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers? I, Mahomes just seems dialed in. He just seems oh, yeah. different this week. I mean, that's that's the kind of the X factor. You know, forget about, you know, not lighting up the scoreboard of 400-yard passing games and you name it this year. It's that intangible. Like, he knows what's at stake. and He knows how hard it is to get to this game. Uh-huh. And I'm expecting, uh, I'm expecting greatness from him. But... Against it's against that the 49ers uh, pass defense, and uh, uh, on the other on the flip side, it's the 49ers running game against the Chiefs' 18th ranked yeah. rush defense. So the rush defense looked much better mm-hmm. in in the playoffs. Matter of fact, they hardly gave up anything. Ravens to the ran Baltimore away from Ravens. It. Yeah, so I'm a little bit shocked in that, but I think that the Christian McCaffrey I think scares me the most out of all their weapons they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I think they can shut him down. I think they can work on Kittle. I think they can work on Debo Samuel. But it's it's Christian McCaffrey getting that breakaway, like getting that breakaway uh, type run. That's what they got to stop him. Hit him, hit him early before he gets those legs pumping. All right. It's that time of the show. Binkley Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're talking with Jay Binkley right now, brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs. Bink, time for you. Picks brought by Spice and Foods. What do you think and what do you like? Oh, by the way, uh, the 49ers are worse than the Chiefs in run defense. They're 20th, oh. we're 18th. So I'm we just saying. Little, we got a little MVP option yeah. for Isaiah Pacheco. Keep on looking at Pacheco because they're the 20th ranked. So their bottom third ranked rush defense are the 49ers. This is a random stat that I'm pulling out of my hat that I don't know if you know the answer to. Has there ever been a seventh round pick when the Super Bowl MVP? I can't think of it at the top of my head, but I'm sure there's like one that we're not thinking of. Because I know Dexter Jackson won it in 2000 with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think he had two picks. One, one was for a pick six, but I can't imagine he was a seventh round pick. I know that, um, did they give it to Trent Dilfer the year the Ravens won it and they didn't give it to Ray Lewis? I don't know what round he went, but I don't think it was a seventh round pick. Isaiah Pacheco, if you well, were to Julian win. Edelman, what was Julian Edelman? Was he like a fifth or a sixth round pick? He was a seventh round pick. He was a seventh round yeah. pick. So there you go. Right on cue. That's why Jay Bigley's here. Give us your prediction for the game today. Uh, 27 to 24. I'm going 27 to 24 chiefs in this game. Harrison Butker gets the game winner. Uh, doesn't mean the Chiefs won't dominate this game, but you know how every Chiefs game goes. Yeah. It's Cardiac City. The Cardiac Centers will be full in Kansas City because I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs make people sweat could, and they yeah. make them wait. But I'll, I'll, I've been sticking with three-point Chiefs wins uh, throughout the postseason. I'll stick with that again today. That's Jay Binkley's prediction. Quentin, what do you like? Uh, obviously, I'm taking the Chiefs here. I also so think it's a lower game. And I'm taking the Chiefs 27 49ers 20 and the 49ers have either a missed PAT or missed field goal because I don't trust the rookie kicker. All right. You know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go 28 to 10 chiefs. I believe man, I it. hope you're right. I believe it, man. I believe it. 
And I believe in all of you, and I want to thank everybody out there today that joined this show, from Bob Fesco to Alex Gold to Cody Tapp to JT Noah to Josh Klingler to Drew Nixon to Carly Ritter to Rob Britton, a.k.a. Baltimore Rob, to Jay Binkley, the big daddy man of the big ten, of the big 610 Sports Radio, and to Quentin for all your help during this playoff run. Kansas City, get up, get ready. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I can't get you better than I already have. Go enjoy this game. Go enjoy this era. You have the best quarterback, the best head coach. You have the best tight end. You have the best damn defense. In the land. Enjoy your Sunday, Kansas City, but always remember go do nice things for people. It can change their day, week, month, or year. It's cool to care. Stay kind, Kansas City, and stay lovable. I'm Dusty Likens. Thanks to all of you for listening. Chiefs, Niners, 530. Let's get after it!